Welcome to Oh Mind Goodness, the neuroscience podcast in our language. I'm Maria Burt, and today we're learning about sleep cycles. Find out what happens when we sleep and how to calculate when you should go to bed in order to maximize brain power. It's time to meet your brain. The other day, one of my friends was talking about how she never knew how long of a nap to take because if she slept for too long, she just felt disoriented when she woke up or if she didn't sleep long enough, it just felt like she didn't even take the nap and it was a waste of time. And then we started talking about how sometimes we wake up in the morning feeling all gross and groggy and like sometimes we wake up just super refreshed and ready to start the day. So then I started telling her about how there's actually a science to figuring out how long of a nap you should take or when to go to bed if you know when you need to wake up. And I feel like this is super valuable information, especially for anyone who's in high school or college or just has a job. Like pretty much anybody could use this. Um, and all of this is based around our sleep cycles in the brain. So there's this big institution called the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, and they showed how our brains go through four different stages while we sleep. And they measured this by tracking the electrical activity in our brain when we sleep. They put this silly helmet with wires on somebody's head while they sleep. It's called an electroencephalograph or also known as an EEG. And the frequency and amplitude of the electrical activity in our brain differs as we go through each stage of sleep. I'll link some more information on the physics of those waves in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about that. But for now, we'll just stick to the basics. So while we're sleeping, it's not like our brains ever really turn off or even really get a chance to take a break. In fact, during sleep, special processes happen in our brains, like glands releasing growth hormones or neurons processing memories into long-term memory storage, which are two of the reasons why it's super important to try to get around nine hours of sleep every night and why your memory actually improves a lot if you are sleeping a good amount. So the first two stages of sleep are light stages, and when we first start to drift off, we enter into stage one, which lasts about five minutes. And then after that, we start drifting to stage two, which is where our brains start to actually produce sleep spindles. So within these two light stages, our muscles start to relax, our breathing starts slowing down, and our body's just all around getting ready to chill. So then after that, we start to get to stage three sleep, which is when we finally enter a deep sleep or what's called a slow wave sleep. This stage is the part that is the most important for you to feel like you're relaxed and have had a restful night. So this starts about... 15 minutes after you fall asleep. After stage three, our brains kind of go back and forth through the stages again as they re-enter stages two and one of our sleep cycles before going into what you may have heard of called REM sleep or rapid eye movement sleep. It's called this because while you're in REM sleep, your eyes are rapidly shaking back and forth, which is like kind of creepy to think about. Um, but I think it's really cool that your eyes are physically the only part of your body that can move at this point. The rest of your muscles are completely limp and don't receive any messages from your brain, which is actually a safety mechanism to keep us from acting on our dreams. Our brainstem just like blocks those messages from going to the rest of our body so we don't do something harmful while thinking our dream is part of our real life. There's something called REM behavior disorder where people's bodies don't fully disconnect from their dreams. The reason this happens during REM sleep is because this is the time in our sleep where we're having those really vivid and realistic dreams. You can dream at any point in the sleep cycle, but this is where most of it occurs. And no one really knows why we dream, but there are some pretty cool theories. And I might go more in depth on dreams in another episode because there's some cool stuff. 
After REM sleep, we pretty much just keep going back and forth through the stages. If you ever wake up in the middle of the night for a hot second, it's usually right when you're getting out of REM sleep and getting back into the earlier stages because we kind of released from that deep slumber and we're going back and forth through the lighter stages of sleep. Okay, so in summary, when we sleep, our brain shifts between four different stages of brainwave activity. The first two are light sleep, the third is a deep sleep that makes you feel relaxed, and the fourth is REM sleep, where our bodies are limp and we start to dream vividly. Most people go through this four-stage cycle about four to five times every night, and each cycle lasts for around 90 minutes. Now, this information is what's key to planning out when you need to sleep. It's easiest to wake up and feel refreshed when you do so right at the end of a sleep cycle rather than somewhere in the middle. So if each cycle lasts about 90 minutes, you want to sleep for some multiple of 90 minutes. For example, if I know I have to wake up at 8.30 in the morning, I should go to bed at 11.30 p.m. or 1 a.m. And this would give me six or five cycles of sleep. Another thing to remember is that it takes the average person about 15 minutes to fall asleep. So laying down at 11.15 means I'll most likely fall asleep by 11.30 and I can go through six sleep cycles before waking up at 8.30. I know that's some silly math, but I will link a website in the show notes of this episode that can help you calculate bedtimes. Of course, this also varies by person, especially with change in age. So experimenting with your bedtime is a great way to get to know your brain. Now, when it comes to taking a nap, obviously still getting that 90 minute cycle is ideal. So like a 90 minute or a three hour nap is going to be best. But if you just have a short period of time, you really shouldn't nap for longer than 20 minutes because at that point you'll start entering that REM sleep and waking up afterwards is going to feel so terrible because you're going to feel just super disoriented and like you've just been shaken from the middle of your sleep instead of like restfully waking up um, because that's exactly what will happen. Like you're going to be waking up at the deepest part of your sleep. So ideally 90 minutes, but if you have a short period of time, try not to go more than 20 minutes. And that is all for this episode. It was a short one today. Thanks for learning with us. All sources are cited in the show notes and you can message us on Instagram at ohmindgoodness to learn more or to request a brain topic. Stay tuned for next week where we're going to answer the question, why can't you tickle yourself? Until next time, this is Maria Burrett and for your brain joke of the day, how does the brain say hello? With a brainwave. Oh mind goodness. <laughs>